What's up, everybody? Look at this. I got my mail-in ballot here, people. My mail-in ballot. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Champ and The Tramp. Um, I don't need, We don't even keep track of episodes anymore, but it's good to have Frankie back in the house. My man was over in Columbia. It's like birthdays. You don't keep track yeah. of birthdays Yeah, anymore. right, right, when you get over a certain amount. And I think yeah. we're about there. It's like we're in the 40s now. I, so I don't like, I don't, you know, yeah. birthdays are for kids. I agree. Totally, yeah. 100%. Yeah, for sure. I'll do like a nice dinner or something like that, but yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah, you yeah. say I birthday me, but yeah. that's all I need. Totally. Uh oh. Eating that mic? I just, went, I just went limp on you, bro. The- <laughs> I just went limp on you. <laughs> so, anyway, my man is back. Uh, we've been uh, off the air for about a week. Frankie was in Columbia getting some stem cells uh, over there. His, his lovely wife, Renee, went with him. You were over there with Kamara Usman, correct? Yeah. Kamara and, and his, there. his yep. wife? Uh, not his wife. He oh. um, doesn't have a wife. Oh, okay. But well. his brother was with him for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. All right. So anyway, uh, so we want to talk about, I want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, obviously, Frankie's been in the fight game a long time, has some injuries. The guy, you know, obviously has some epic fights, has taken some damage over the years. I believe your your hands, your shoulder, your fa- your neck facets and groin, was it? And disc, yeah. And, no, and uh, hips, hips. And hips. Yeah, yeah. So um, I know it's too early to tell, actually, if you've seen any improvement, but uh, what, what, how do you feel like the whole trip went? What was your experience like? Yeah, the trip was awesome, man. Columbia, I mean, going, you know, I love traveling, right? Yeah. Seeing other cultures. and right. <clears throat> We got to go up into the, I don't know if you call them favelas, in, in Brazil you call them favelas or barrios or, or you know, but the real poor areas in the mountains. Yeah. Uh, felt super safe and all that stuff. So I got to see a lot of the culture, eat the food. The uh, bio accelerators that the company went through, right. they were they were phenomenal. <clears throat> the way they took care of you was was top class, you know, top of the line. Uh, doctors were on point. Um, you know, everything you would expect it to be. You know, mm-hmm. f- from hearing all, all the uh, other people and testimonials of, of people that went there. Uh, the hotel is right next to a mall, which is also attached, which the medical center is attached to. So everything's super convenient. You know, wow. uh, but COVID is definitely a bitch out there. You were the, saying, they, yeah. Uh, I think we were like the first flights allowed in. Uh, I think they just they weren't allowing any flights in at the time, so we were like some of the first the week of, of, of flights allowed in, and like we got picked up by an Uber, and one of the uh, uh, concierges from from the medical you know uh, facility, and uh, so they I, actually have Uber out there, or is it called yeah, Uber? It's, it's an Uber. Uber. It's an Uber, but okay. uh, Uber I think is illegal out there. Oh wow! So you have to sit in the front seat. They uh, ask you to sit in the front, so it doesn't look like an Uber, you okay. know. Um, but yeah, when we get in, these guys like oh, he has some spray. I'm like, oh, okay, spray. Yo, this dude is spraying me the fuck down. My shirt is getting wet. I'm like, go. Oh. I'm like, all right, man. He's making me lift my shoes up, spray the bottom of my feet. I'm like, dude, for real. So we get in, we do all that stuff. But yeah, you had to wear a mask everywhere. People wearing masks outside, walk really? around. Yeah, it was uh, pretty intense over there. Wow. <clears throat> so it was like, well, like what? Antibacterial spray? You spraying it down with? I guess. Yeah, yeah. must have been fucking. Huh. Maybe you just had some bad bo, bro. Yeah, it could have been Ajax, and then yeah. they, then they keep putting some stuff in my hand, and I'm like, I'm like putting this. It's not you know like when you put the alcohol stuff yeah, in your yeah. hand, it goes in pretty Evaporates quick. quick, dude. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm, bro, this guy put soap in my hand. I'm like, bro, I, 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 it looked like he nut in the fucking bottle. First off, I'm like, what the fuck is in this? <laughs> happy as you've been and, in a while. Yeah, and I, I keep like going, going, and then I found out like it, was, it was aloe. It was aloe. It was aloe. So I'm like, all right, aloe's not bad. I was all right. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I was going to get into that because nobody really knows. Not People aren't doing a lot of traveling right now, so it's interesting what is going on in other countries, especially countries like Colombia. You know, you, you'd think that, I would think that they would be less strict and less regulations, but you say more so. Yeah, no, absolutely more so. Um, I mean, it, it was very similar to here. I don't want to say it was, like, super strict, mm. but, you know, you're not getting, I, I don't think, and no one's uh, spraying you down walking into places. So, essentially. And no one's making you put that shit on your hands in right. America. You know right. what I mean? At least anywhere I've been. Who's enforcing it? Just just the store o- stores, store owner, stores. Not, not like police walking around. Honestly, saying. I didn't see post policia very very really? much. I did not really see them often, but people were respecting that shit. Yeah. People were walking around outside. It's fucking pretty much summertime out there, yeah. you know. And they all had masks on. No one was really 
you know, taking it off or anything like that. Same rules though. When you sit, you can take it off. And yes, eat? Yep. yes. Okay, which is so silly. Right. You know, of course. All right. Um, gotcha. But yeah, it, even like, uh, you know, I, I had to get a COVID test. While I had to get COVID, me and Renee had to get COVID tests bef- to to go to Columbia. Mm-hmm. Then while I was in Columbia, I had to get a COVID test because I have to go into the OR for one of the procedures. So walk me through that process, and then we'll get into bio accelerator. You you take the COVID test before you can even book your flight. Who do you? No, who, no, we who, booked our flight. Right. How, how who needs to see proof that you took a COVID test? Everybody. <laughs> right. Like, I'm so saying the airline. Yeah, the airline. Okay. The customs. Okay. And the medical okay. facility as okay. well. Yeah. Okay. I figured the medical facility, but before you can even get out of the states, you have to prove here on Not, this. Yeah, uh, I, I think I think we did give them our COVID test in Jersey. I think so. I can't remember. I know we gave them in Columbia. Okay. You know, okay. I mean, that's Renee. That's Renee's job, bro. <laughs> Don't give me the paperwork. I'll lose that shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like uh, things are somewhat similar to the way they are here. But uh, now, walk us through um, the bio accelerator experience, man. That had to yeah. be something, huh? It looked yeah. like I saw what you posted. It looked like a very state of the art facility. Yeah, and, absolutely, state of the art, yeah. top notch. You know, uh, everything you expect. Um, you know, from a, from an American facility. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've known about stem cells for quite a while. Uh, just hearing about it through you know podcasts, and I've had stem cells done to me several times here in, in the states. But down there, I think they can get a little bit more uh, in depth, and I think the stem cells are fresher and they're they're more live. That that's that's what I, I'm getting at. You know, that's why I, I think I think maybe we should make a correction since you've had this experience. You know a lot more about it now. Obviously, I think we actually maybe misquoted on this podcast one time. And said that in Colombia you can yeah, get clone, cloned clone stem cells. Yeah, I, I believe I was wrong. I mean, I asked them like they clone them. They're like they looked at me like no, nah, we don't clone <laughs> nothing here. I just think that they get the stem like literally the room that the stem cells are you're curated or cultivated or however they mm-hmm. do that uh, is right next door to the room that you're getting them injected into you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So like they have a window, yeah. like a sealed off window. They open it, right. they put the stem cells, boom, then you get it, and then they, they put them. Uh, they got a window to a nursery right next yeah, to that. Yeah, 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 right, right. It's a bunch of newborn well, no, babies we actually, over there. You know, and, and it's all, it's that's what's, it's from alive babies. You know, right. some people have this, uh, I think this, um, Premi- you know, I, premonition. Yeah, yeah, well, not premonition, have this idea that, that oh, yeah. stem cells are from aborted babies or dead babies. That's not true. Right. These stem cells are from alive babies, you know. And um, they're telling you roughly how long to see results? Two to six months. Two weeks to six months. You can, say, you can start noticing. They said, you know, it depends. So all the other areas that you had treated, which, I, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe, your groin, your shoulder, not not your hand, just groin and shoulder before here in the States? I never had my, my, my groin. I didn't get my groin down there. My okay. Groin, my groin. No, no, here in the States prior I've to I've had groin, sir. I, in stem cells? Stem, stem cells. I had stem cells in my groin and my shoulder before, yeah. I think I remember you saying, correct me if and I'm wrong, but you had well. them in several areas and you only really saw really good results in one area, in right? In my shoulder. In your shoulder, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And I believe, I think, uh, which... Because they're down there, they're telling me that umbilical cord stem cells are illegal in the states. But I could have sworn that's what I've got. That's what I got in my shoulder a long time ago. Right. But this time I got, I got that's what we got down there again as well. So let's, but I think let's, they're even let's, better. Like, like, listen, when I got it here in the states, my shoulder, it was gotten mailed. It was frozen, got right, mailed, right, and right. then you know how many long days it took to get there. Yeah. Then you know they had the, the thaw it out and they injected me at that in that process. So many Something stem cells could die. die right? So many yeah, stem yeah, cells yeah. could die. Here, it's like they know yep. only five to ten percent of their stem cells, or, or five to fifteen percent of their stem cells, are dead. The rest are alive. That's why I think right, we, that, right, that's right. that's the benefit of going down there. Yeah, this will be interesting, man. Obviously, anybody interested in doing this, Frankie and I are going to be doing the podcast weekly, so we'll keep you updated on his results. You kind of get a play-by-play live action of of how he's healing up and what kind of results he's getting here so yeah. it's a little too early to tell now you're only a week out right a week not even really, not even you yeah. know um yeah. but they do they put you in the hyperbaric chamber which i've never done that before i know a lot of athletes have to yeah, do yeah. that i've never done it uh i'm just so like you know people are like how oh, you supposed to feel you feel great i'm like yeah. i just I don't know, man what, what is that super oxygenated super oxygenated yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. let's watch a movie in there yeah. you know and that's after you get the stem cells you do that? Uh, I did it one time before okay. and then one time after. Now, is this like a one-day thing? You go in and you get all these different areas treated or you go back several days in a row? Uh, there was a couple days of treatment, you know, okay. uh, but I but it, I've got, um, I got my neck injections one day and the next day I got shoulder, both hands, both hips. Gotcha. Hands hurt the most, dude. Really? Damn. No numbing, big, no nothing. Big needle? No, 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 not, not, not the fact that it's a big needle. It's just like there's just no meat in your hands, yeah, dude. Yeah. He shot it right into my, you know, my joint, my Jeez. knuckle joint. Yeah, yeah. Shoulder one didn't hurt that bad at all. 
Um, hit hit one that was a pretty big needle. That had to get deep <laughs> on my right side. That had to get deep. Um, can I don't know if you can talk about it or not. What did what did Usman get treated? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. He yeah. he, he uh, yeah. Injuries. He's banged whatever. up. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure he's got bad knees. Yep, you know yep, stuff yep. like that. Right. Good dude to hang out with. Usman's an awesome guy, man. Yeah. He really is. You know, I've hung out with him on, on several you guys occasions. Guys have commentated together, correct? Uh, never commentated oh, no. together. No, we just hung out. You know, through Ali and and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> always, always, a, just a classy dude. Uh, but I, you know, being with him for a little bit longer time, got to know him a little more, even even more. So yeah. he's a solid dude, man. Good kid, good dad. Um, great fighter. You know. Now I saw when you guys, you said you were up in the mountains. So, I yeah. Saw, so so talk, yeah, talk, definitely talk, want to talk about yeah. that. Uh, uh, my my partner one of my partners or, or you know uh from iron army mm-hmm. he goes out to columbia he has uh roots out there i think maybe he has a girlfriend out there and um he got hooked up with a boxing club that's up in the mountain when i say up in the mountain like very top of his mountain right and it's uh, in the u.s right in the u.s rich people live in the hills mm-hmm. other countries i think it's opposite right really? you know and um because it's very hard to get up there it's hard to you know do shit so oh talk talk about that a little bit yeah, we were gonna. I'm yeah, gonna. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, so anyway, but he he said he hooked up this boxing gym. We we, we sponsor him. Iron Army sponsors this mm-hmm. boxing gym, and uh, you know I was out there. He wanted me to bring some some stuff to them, <clears throat> and uh, he's like, "Hey, you could buy groceries for the for the." I'm like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, let's hook it up, dude." We bought groceries for 28 families, only 400 bucks, bro. Wow, crazy, you know. Wow. And like so, uh, no, it was cool. So I asked Usman wanted to go. You know, I mean, hey, you want to go up to? Boxing? Is that because you get more bang for your buck oh, at the grocery yeah, store? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, so I asked Kamara. He 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 joined us, and we went up to it's, it's Boxio, Power, yeah, Boxio Para La Vida, and Boxio uh, La Vida. Yeah, and um, bro, we, we had to get up this mountain. <laughs> it was yeah, the scariest it's shit. A great story, guys. Listen it to was this. scary as fuck. Honestly. Listen to this. So. We're going, we're leaving. Now, now, Columbia, it rains once a day, seems like. Once a day, hard as fuck. Like, hard as fuck. We're like, holy shit, what's that outside, you know? <laughs> and we're driving, it's pretty clear out. We're getting, you know, to the base of the mountain, I guess, you know? It's, it's pretty much like Med- Medellin is like in a valley, it seems like, you know? And <clears throat> we're going to the, and all, and when you look around, all the communas, which is the districts, like District 1 through, I think they said 16. Uh, so this was, I forget, this was District 3 we're going to. So Comuna Tres, we were driving up to, and we're going, and we had a driver, <clears throat> he spoke, he was bilingual, right, older, older guy, probably like, say, 55, something like that, and he's whipping his car, it's a stick, too, we're not driving, we're going up these fucking hills, I'm like, holy shit, dude, next thing we know, I'm like, we're looking up, it felt like a roller coaster, like, <laughs> I'm like, we're going, I'm like, you're in here, click, click, Dirt click, road, click, obviously. Not dirt road, oh, it paved, was paved, okay. and they had, like, they had, um, like they put like a like track in the in the paving because they know it's people have a hard time getting up this mountain up these roads right mm-hmm. and like yo there'll be a big bus coming down as you're coming up and you gotta like you gotta fucking back all the way up and find a spot so they, the bus can go by then you go back get back going and now there's motorcyclists or mopeds going by you a hundred mile like a hundred times a, a second right. they don't care if you're going or not they're fucking doing their thing right. right so this guy I don't know how he was the best driver I've ever been in my life <laughs> he didn't fuck up his car he didn't fucking kill anybody and he didn't kill us most importantly but then we're driving up and it starts pouring out bad right like bad to the point where just the the uh the the, de- the decline or the, you know the angle of these roads it looked like a river was coming down them I'm like dude I'm, so we're going up there I'm quiet my palms are sweating <laughs> I'm in the back with a photographer and Renee the guy driving Kamara's in the front car keeps looking back at me and shit he's looking back I'm like <laughs> I'm fucking quiet I look at Renee and I'm like listen if we got to this point where <clears throat> we we're kind of like at this intersection there's a fucking truck behind us and there there's this incline we got to go up and it's fucking pouring out this guy's feathering the emergency brake because it's so, you know what I mean? Because it's a yeah, stick. Yeah. He's like feathering them with the emergency brake. And he's going, and the tire's just, I'm like, and then, he's, and, we're, and then we're sliding backwards almost into a truck and he's like slamming on the brake. I'm like, oh. I'm like, listen, if we got to call this, look, I, I know we're trying to get up here. I know if we got to call this, we got to call this. Or let's wait till the rain did you, stops did or you, something. Did you not want to be the first guy? You're like looking at Usman to speak up? Yeah, well, he's like, he's like, man, I don't know, bro. I don't know. You know, I definitely was the first to speak up. But Renee tells me that the, 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 the camera guy that's with us he was with Bio Accelerator. He's like telling her, "Oh my God, I've never been up this side of the mountain." I'm, like, he was bugging out too, and he was from there. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so this guy 
is pretty persistent, man. Because I kept saying, like, listen, let's just wait. And he's like, no, let's give it a try. Let's give it a try. And I'm like, I fucking, hey, he got us up there. It, in hindsight, though, I found that it was a four-wheel drive truck we were driving. And he was I, only that, in two-wheel drive? No, no, but that oh. made me feel a little better. Uh, you know what I mean? I was like, okay. damn, no way. We're gonna, and there's no guardrails. Like, literally, if we slid off this road, it's a wrap, bro. Plummet no more, No more. No more. <laughs> the answer? No more the answer. No more the Nigerian nightmare. No more the problem. The problem's my wife. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, That's crazy, it was, man. It was an experience. You know, we got but all isn't it, it isn't, isn't it experiences like that you'll remember forever? Absolutely. I mean, if you went over there and it was just a, you know, Turks and Kinko's vacation, I feel yeah, like you don't remember no, those. No, you know what I mean? No, This is definitely something I you will know? never forget. And honestly, going up to this box club, it was, it was humbling, man. I mean, these people live... I saw what poor, you posted. If you guys bro. haven't seen it, follow. I think most of it's on your regular, not yeah. just your stories, right? So yeah. follow Frankie. It's uh, interesting. I mean, there's, you guys went up there and basically put on a clinic, you know what I mean? Well, Showed no, they, they put a practice on for us, kind of, and we helped out. Well, I saw you, know? you yeah, yeah, hitting, holding yeah, pads. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, I think I saw uh, Kamara yeah, holding yeah. pads. Um, yeah, no, we, we were helping them with their techniques. Mm -hmm. stuff. But for, for the most thing, we just came to show us, you know. Any talent? You see any talent? Yeah, definitely, doing? definitely yeah. some talent up there. Some some young kids. There's kids that were like like, uh, like probably eight years old. I eight, thought it was cool. Like there 18, was boys you know? and girls, too. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? it's Dude, just literally, a, it's, it, it, it's a fucking open box with no. concrete floor, no doors. Oh, like, it looked like you were outside. It looked like no, no, mud. I know, yeah. There was no doors. There was so many people, oh, so many okay. people that we had to go. To, we went to like their makeshift like soccer slash basketball court. Gotcha. Okay. Dude, this is poor. It's about as poor as you can get. Really? You know? I don't think there's there's running water in some of these buildings. Wow. Yeah, so it's sad. It's most sad. of the kids... But the people, like, they, the kids, like, they didn't... You couldn't tell. Like, you know what I mean? They were fucking happy as hell to be yeah, there, yeah, man. Yeah. Really yeah. were. It's all about perspective, man. Yeah. We say it yeah. all the time, and Unfortunately, I definitely lose sight of that occasionally, and, and and when you have an experience like that, you realize that perspective is everything. But do most of the kids? You say they live in the mountains and in the hills. Most of those kids are like walking distance from that gym. I, I'm I, again, I don't know, but I would imagine. I mean, you're yes. not going from the valley and walking up. Yeah, to the, no, I would imagine so, yeah. they're all in that that community. Community. I got you. Three. Any you know? any inkling of like what schooling is like over there? No, they, no. I mean, like on, it was supposed to, the language barrier. I, I speak just yeah. pequeño uh, español. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, um, like I, I was the best speaker in my family, so that's you know that's just goes to show you. Yeah. Me and Renee were, were, were screwed out there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know we made do. Um, but yeah, it's hard to communicate with the kids. You know, in, in that aspect. But it's something I definitely like to go back and do. Honestly, kind of, kind of like. It it was it felt good yeah. leaving there. You know yeah. we get, get you know we donate you know iron, through our army. I think we buy buy them shirts or going there and just like you know we were fucking handing money to kids. Little you know there's there's awesome. like three little girls. Renee was talk, talking with the whole time. Renee was giving her some of her like you know fake jewelry and stuff. Uh -huh. You know it, you just feel good doing that right. stuff and, course, and it's yeah. really I don't know um, how much help you're you're doing in, in that little time. But I, even if it's a little bit, it, it yeah. makes it makes it big. Yeah, you know yeah, for at sure. least makes you feel good for you know? sure. Yeah, it's those little things that get you by yeah. till. Yeah, till, so I, that's why know. we're even inquiring with uh, with Iron Army about doing like making starting a nonprofit or something. You know, I think it'd be cool. Very and, cool. And maybe not even just do it in Columbia. Like, hey, let's travel to wherever and go go help poor people everywhere. Why yeah. not make that a thing? You know. So, um, you know, it sounds like you're in a relatively, maybe maybe not. When you're down in the valley, is that a more affluent? I mean, yeah, I guess you'd say yes. I, yeah. I guess my question was going to be, does BioAccelerator, are a lot of athletes come in from outside the region to get these treatments? I've or seen a bunch. Is, like, is it a local thing that is? Uh, no, no, I, I no, think people are coming. Yeah, people are coming in. Okay. Now, now, I believe BioAccelerator also has an office in Arizona. Okay. And, and I know a lot of places that uh, that have a um, facility overseas, they usually have something in the States as well. Gotcha. You know, so gotcha. they have they have a, a, a uh, a medical facility yeah. in, in Arizona that does some some things as well, right. but obviously Columbia is where you do most. But like, uh, I mean, you follow. I don't know. Uh, you know, Cejudo went there. The uh, Patricky yeah. Pipple brothers, uh, Kurt Angle, yeah. Chuck Liddell. Tyson's uh, a big proponent of I think it. But Mike Tyson. I think he, did he go think, to Columbia? I don't know if he went to there. I, don't I know, know he's he a big there. proponent yeah, of it. Yeah. But. I don't know if he went there, but um, yeah, yeah it's uh, it's cutting edge stuff. It's new age stuff, and. I don't know, man. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to stay yeah. in. Stay in the game. And it's not even like I'm trying to stay in. The game. I just want to. I want to. I've been. I'm pretty fucking banged yeah. up, dude. I want. I, want to I, I respect that and admire about you, man. Uh, um, you know, Eddie was saying when he was in here last week. He was saying you. You were always down for trying new shit. And yeah. I think to stay on top of your game and and be you know, still be as as 
physically active as you are at your age, not calling you an old guy or whatever, I, I think any edge you can get is is, yeah, is, I mean, an, was, is an I, advantage. I'm, I'm not you know? one to take steroids, you know. This is definitely not. Neither am like, I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steroids, like me, like me like Eddie, we were talking about last week. It's like you know, you you're looking at yourself in the mirror. You know, you didn't get it done. Right. That's I could never do that. Right. This is I'm just trying to make my shoulder feel normal. You right, know, right, my hip right, feel right, normal. Right, yeah. that, that's all. Yeah. No. Totally, man. Um. Yeah. For sure. So anyway, we'll be keeping uh, you guys all posted out there on uh, you know updated on Frankie's progress. Let's talk about this weekend. We got some. Your two of your boys are fighting this weekend. Yeah, uh, Marlon's fighting Cody Sanhager, Hanhagen, yep. Yep. not Co- Cody, Corey, Corey, Corey Sanhagen, Corey Sanhagen. Yeah. and um, and Marlon or uh, and Edson is fighting. Uh, I can't pronounce the guy's name, but uh, Corey's really tall, is he not? He is. I think he's like five eleven. Yeah. Yep. And Marlon's obviously not. Um, but. I wonder what the game plan is there. I mean, Marlon is... Marlon's probably chop his legs down. I feel like yeah. Marlon's going to be a lot stronger than him. I, right. mean, I don't think... This guy, Cody's good. Corey's good. Don't get me wrong. I, I saw a fight not, with... I don't think he's very strong, physically strong. Right. I saw... I'll tell you, that he's tough, though. I saw a, a fight with him, and I forget who he fought. I don't think it was a huge name guy, which is probably why I can't remember it. But he was in the deepest yeah, yeah, arm... Yeah, yeah. Alicantara, right? I yes. Think. Yeah. He was yeah. in the deepest arm bar I think I've ever seen in my life and didn't tap, and and he held it for... I mean, I felt like he held it for a minute, and he fought out of it and came back and won that fight. The kid's tough, so not that Marlon isn't, but, you know, it's just an interesting matchup because he's such a tall, lanky guy, and, and Marlon's more compact and, you know, solid. Yeah. Oh, that's since the co-main against uh, yeah. Makwan Amir Khani. Not that familiar with that guy. I think I've seen one he's or two. He's tough, bro. Yeah. He's definitely tough. It's not Is an he? easy fight, you know. And and Edson's, I think, on a little bit of a skid right now. Yep. He's kind of some close fights that could have went his way, but didn't, you know. Always an exciting fight, though. I never, I always Hell tune yeah, in bro. to watch Edson, bro. Just Edson's, the way he gets down, bro, is so. so he's fast. His yeah. switch kicks are vicious. His yep. spinning heel kicks spinning are vicious. Spinning heel kicks are. I always said, like, yo, you're a weapon. You're yeah. like a walking weapon. He really you know? is, man. He, he has so many different tools to, to hurt you. Um, Ben Rothwell versus Marson Tybura. Ben Rothwell. You know Ben Rothwell is? Ben Rothwell. Didn't I see... Um, <laughs> no, I know he who he is, it. but I'm pretty sure... Well, we had Nicky Rod in, and obviously Gordon... Um, what's Gordon's last name? Ryan. Didn't Gordon Ryan or Nicky, one of them, didn't they grapple him? And they beat him. I'm pretty sure it was him. Ben Rothwell. No. Nah, gra- maybe Josh Barnett, maybe? Yes, you're right. It was yeah. Josh Barnett. I'm yeah. sorry. You're right. Yep. Yep, hundred percent. You're right. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Mark Perez versus versus Durkis Duplessis. Durkis Duplessis. Durkis. He's got a. He doesn't have a pitcher, so he must be a newbie. Listen, I'm watching strictly for Marlon and Edson. I mean, you can't go wrong with those two. They bring it every time. They're both weapons. Yeah. They so really you are. want to know the rest? Of the, so you don't want to talk go, about? No, go else? ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Any big names? No. Did you watch the Holly Holm fight? I did. Uh, no. I watched most of it. I was coming home that that, that night. Yeah, I was yeah. literally in the car watching. I watched it. the highlights. I didn't watch it either. Yeah, but so um, I'm, I watched most of it. Yeah. Yeah. Just total 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 Stunned. clinic. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I fucking love how Holly comes. I love Holly, and she comes into she, listen, she's she's all business. Yep. Um, you know she's always she's gonna be prepared. She's yep. gonna be in great shape, yep. and it's just no no BS. Not she's in there I, to fucking. She I love always. Her. I love she her. puts her heart and soul into it, man. Sure. That's yeah. what I love. That's yeah. what I love about it. Yep, absolutely. So, what do you think, Marlon and uh, my man, this guy Corey? Bro, you know I'm picking Marlon. You know that. I'm not, not just I'm not because saying, I picking. What, what do you, how do you think it's going to go? Oh, I, I think you, I think you pretty much laid it out. I think he's going to definitely chop him down at the legs. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, Marlon's got to get inside, which shouldn't be a problem for Marlon, and I'm, I'm sure Marlon's going to dump him on his head a few times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, this guy's got crafty jiu-jitsu too, don't know. Yeah. Well, I, don't know. I, I mean, I think Marlon's going to be a lot stronger than him now. I do too. And that's I'm, what you've seen, I think, when uh, when um, Aljo fought him. Right. You know, Aljo once got a hold, and Aljo's you know got pretty good back control, and, you know, really good right. back control and, and good jiu-jitsu as well. That was just a perfectly timed knee. Perfectly timed. Wait, what? When Aljamain Sterling fought Marlon? No, oh, so I'm talking. I'm talking about Aljamain and Corey. Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, yeah. Aljamain also fought. I know, but what I was yeah. saying I was talking about how his jiu-jitsu and how okay. he he used his strength. I think he was gotcha. he was a lot stronger than Corey. And I think that's where yeah. Marlon could. Uh, but Marlon, you know, he's got to show up, and I think he gets it done. Yeah, I don't. I, I obviously of the two fighters, Marlon has got a better pedigree. 
just fought bigger name guys. And, yeah, this um, guy, this guy's good too, man. He is he's good. Some good I'm guys, listening. you know. Listen, I watched Can't the fight. Sleep on him. I don't know. This week, at some point, I was watching some highlights of, of his fights, and he is a tough kid, man. He's not going to go out without a fight. He definitely had one of the deepest arm bars I've ever seen, and did not tap on it. So, let's see. He beat. Uh, How do I do this? I don't know. He's twelve and two though. What's Marlon's record? Twenty three and six and one. What's your record? Honestly, I don't know. Look it up. Just in the UFC alone, you have how many fights? Uh, twenty seven, I think. Jesus, it's crazy. I only had five fights out of the UFC. You know? Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, I pretty much was raised in the UFC. Yeah, yeah. Facts. Yep. Um, Edson versus uh, this guy Mad Quan. Yeah. What do you What do you know about that guy? I don't know, man. He's t- he's he's good. I know he's not bad. He's definitely. Uh, uh, what's his record? Let's see. His record is sixteen and four. I'm trying to hit this shit. It's not working. Got to connect to that extended Wi-Fi, pal. No, I did. I yeah. It's not this uh this stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean. Edson needs a win. I think he's on a five fight skid or, or five or six or something like that. Really? Yeah. Really? Yep. I didn't know that. He I lost. I, a, I know he lost to Gaethje. Um Yeah, a new Gaethje. Obviously, Gaethje, he lost to Khabib. Lost to, yeah, that was. I think that was even before that, though. Well, it was five fights ago, bro. It could could be. No, no. He's he fought more to, than that since Khabib. Mm-hmm. He lost to Gaethje. He lost to Dan Hooker. Oh, Hooker, right? Uh, he lost to Paul Felder. He lost to Dan Ige. Dan Ige. I mean, they're all yeah. all those three fights were fucking Wars. close, except yeah. the Gaethje one. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I mean, it's, I, I he he's definitely frustrated right now. I think. Yeah. And you know, you you know, shit. I I've been on both sides of it. So. But I think they they keep him because the fans love him. He's an exciting fighter. If right? he wants to stay, yeah, maybe yeah. he might want to go somewhere else. Yeah, Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. I don't know if he signed a new contract. I don't know what his deal is. But yeah, he's yeah. always fun to watch. Marlon's only got one loss in the UFC, right? One in the first no, no, fight, two in the UFC. Oh, is it two? two. Yeah, Who's first it? fight, and then he lost Cejudo. Oh, right, forgot mm-hmm. about Cejudo. That's right. Yep, of course. Yeah. Yep. So you got your vote, your uh, your ballot, in today in the got mail. Got my ballot, man, and uh, I was just educated by your lovely wife Renee. I got that thing, and I was literally going to throw it over my shoulder and go vote in person because I believe that's the correct way to do it, and I I want to show up at the polls and vote, and you can't so. Well, can't, you can't, I mean, I hate this. Well, it doesn't matter now because you're not going the fucking. The, you're going to vote in person, but the polls are not something you can put your mouth on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it did say all you know. Your area may only have one polling station, and usually around Tom's River, there's a ton of them. So. Yeah, well, we're, we're always like the Elks Club, I think. That's what Mine just, has always been the senior, <laughs> you're going to get a kick out of this, the senior center. Yeah, oh, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Garfield. Garfield, yeah. yeah, that's always been mine. Um, actually, when I lived on the other side of town, it was the school on Route 9. I forget the name of the school over there. Right Sitter? Across. Sitter. Yeah. Sitter, yeah. Right. So um, I voted there, and I voted at the at the senior center. But uh, I was going to show up at the senior center this time, which you still can, and but you gonna, still use the same ballot. You were just worried they were going to let you leave. Like, yeah. Hey, hey, sir, <laughs> yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come take your Metamucil. <laughs> yeah. So I guess uh, You know, I on the back of the ballot, you had to vote. There's one question that I'm Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, talk I'm, talk I'm, to the people. That I'm ask, asking you. I'm going to vote yes. To vote yes. To. I'm going to vote yes. Okay, good. Talk to the people that don't know. No, I think it's for recreational marijuana. Yeah. I think it's fair. Right. But what, so for people that don't know, including me, because I'm mm-hmm. not really, I, I don't smoke marijuana, but I have no issue with it. I think it should totally be legal. Um, right now in New Jersey, there is medical marijuana places where you can get a medical card, go buy, I think there's like five or six dispensaries, correct? Uh, yeah, so ex- what, what is this? If I This will be recreational. Recreational. Yeah, so yeah. there'll be. And they're also going to expunge all the people that are in jail for, for selling weed. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Does it matter if you sold 12 pounds? Does, should it matter? If it's uh, legal, it's legal. Why, why would that matter? Well, I guess Uncle Sam's point of view is you're not paying tax on it and you're making an incredible well, amount yeah, of money. I mean, so I it's sort of, if you have to pay the money back and all that, right. I, I, I can see that, but why would you have to go to jail for it? If, 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 one, well, if it's I, legal, I, it's legal, I, right? I agree. But if, if, if so, you have to go pay back, back if, taxes if, if, for, to make it a legal thing, okay, then here, I'm down with here, it. Here's why. Because if I can get out of jail tomorrow, I'll go get 
27 pounds of weed tonight and go make a hell of a profit tomorrow right, but, 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 and get but out I, of jail. No, but I just said, though, if you have to pay the right. back, if, right. I, I think you should. You but know, I think you said if, that. To make it legal. You said that in response to me saying that is where right. Uncle Sam would have right, an issue. Right, with yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree with you that I think weed is, it's nobody's ever died from weed ever. Ever. So I think Dude, it's totally honestly, like, I mean, I just keep hearing like it, it helps against coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it helps against inflammation. You think, like, bro, uh, they sell fucking weed, right? And now it's not weed you smoke, right? But they sell CBD at fucking Exxon. Yep. You know what I mean? So at Wawa. You think <laughs> Trump was at uh, Walter Weed? Reed? He was smoking? at Walter Weed. Walter Weed. He's at Walter <laughs> Weed smoking weed. <laughs> Walter Weed smoking weed. Do you think? Uh, you think he, he ever has in his life? No. No. I don't think he's drank ever. Yeah, that's true. He's right, a, he's that a businessman. That's what he says. Yeah, yeah. I guess I don't have any reason to doubt him, but I'm sure all the pictures. He's probably got to be one of the most photographed men of all time. I don't think I've ever seen a drink in his hand. So no, you know, yeah. he's got to be telling the truth. I guess. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. What do you think he's on? Something? Anything? I, I heard I there was a rumor he's on some diet pills. Listen, dude, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know. I can't figure it out for the life of me, but he's got a plan. He just definitely has a plan. There's a strategy behind this. I'm behind I'm what? Behind him. The orange, the orangeness. No, <laughs> behind him. And I'm I'm not saying that he infected himself. I'm not I'm not going down those rabbit holes. Oh, oh, the, the, but that, there's a strategy that, behind the the the, the positive test. test. Him going to Walter Reed. Him talking about how I it feel was better than I did yeah, twenty years ago. I mean, ago. there's a strategy there for sure. <laughs> But think about it. He's seventy-two years old. He's he's overweight. He's a little overweight for sure. Yeah, I mean, I he's, he's a pro- got probably a hyper type, like high. He's a uh, he's a prime candidate for the most at risk, which is still an no, insanely no, low number. I but. mean, the most candidate, prime candidate, has it as well. Christy, bro, he got it. Too. He did. Yeah. Oh, because he's so overweight, right? He is, yeah. man. I haven't seen him in years in public. Is yeah, he? He's been helping. He was helping. I heard he was Trump helping Trump. The, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Debate. Is he still? I mean, obviously, he must be still extremely overweight. I guess. Uh, he looks. You know, he had lap band surgery. And I like, know, he ate man. Through, he ate through the lap band surgery. I know, dude. I know. I had a friend that did that. A friend of mine back in Maine got that early on when it was. And did it work? It did. He lost a ton of weight. And then, and then he gained it back. Gained it back. Yeah. You can't like drink soda yeah. or anything because yeah. it hurt. It makes that. But I have a friend locally that just did a different surgery where you can't expand your stomach. It's a new one. I forget what it's called. He called me the other day and was telling me all about it. But he lost an incredible amount of weight. It's almost unrecognizable because he loses so much weight. And in a weird way, I would never tell him this because you know he's so proud of losing the weight and he thinks. I thought he looked better. It just looked to me. He just you never, looked, you'll never tell him that. You just told fucking. No, he doesn't know who I'm talking about. <laughs> he doesn't listen. He doesn't know you're talking about. I mean, fucking friends, you have fucking uh, lap band surgery. A number, a number. A number I thought he looked better as a as a bigger guy. He just looked healthier. Yeah. You know, his skin is like sagging now. You yeah, know what I mean? no, so he's that, got like big bags under his eyes. And well, you know, you know, um, actually, some guy, right? He was fucking. I don't know how heavy, like four hundred, maybe eight hundred, something crazy. Four hundred eight, something fucking very, very obese. And he went on a um, doctor-assisted fast for like over a year. Yep. Didn't eat anything for over a year. So fat. Yep. Had vitamins and hydration through IV, I guess, through, through a medical staff. But this dude lost all that weight and the skin. Oh, and, and the, the skin. skin. They said his 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 body ate the skin protein too. That's rare. Yeah. How is that possible? Well, no, because when you when you usually you have to exercise like a mother to yeah, get that skin. Yeah, but that skin, skin doesn't even that, right. that doesn't do it. That doesn't do it. Yeah. This, I guess, that's the way to do it. Wow. This by fasting. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it could be. Skin has a certain amount of elasticity, but if you're 800 pounds and you go down to 170 pounds, how can it possibly yeah. bleed well, that? No, but elastic? If, I mean, say I don't know. Again, I don't know if it was 800 <clears throat> or whatever, 400, yeah. but still. The fact that your, I guess your body eats it, right? Yeah. I mean, if, if it's eating the fat, why can't it eat the skin? I don't know. Well, eat well, the sk- eating, skin has many layers to it, so it's not gonna. So you're, you're talking about I don't know. You know, fat has layers and skin has layers. Okay. So it's not gonna eat your exterior skin. Was it your and en- en- no? But it did. But it did. Yeah, For this guy, right, did he, right. he? He didn't have that that the like, you know everybody, every, the yeah. classical person that loses a crazy amount. You would of weight think that would be the most popular skin. thing to do now. It's just got to be well, a lot no, harder. How the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Hard work. Who fucking right, do that? Right, right, right. Who could not eat and and maybe ha- this guy, like I said, was Make in it. a. I think he was medically medically, uh, you know, helped. I'm Make, sure how many people can can't do that. Let me give this girl a shout out. Oh, is this another another one of your friends that <laughs> lap band surgery? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> what the fuck? I think this is her. Yep. She's local. I believe she's Tom's River. I shouted her out once on my... She reached out to me. Really nice girl. Uh, mom, wife, animal lover. In a year. In one year's time. Here, I'll show you a picture of her. From November of 2018 to October of 2020. Her name is... I don't think she cares if I shout her out. Jen Henny on Instagram. She's she's very public about it, so I don't think she minds at all. But take a look at that. I think it's only like 130 pounds. She, well, only. But you were talking about like 400 pounds. Look at that. And she's Tom's River. That's very impressive. That's exercise. Yeah. That's not lab wow. bands. That's just well, exercise that's, yeah, and healthy that, eating. That looks great. She looks amazing. Right. And probably keep it off too that way. Right. Uh, yeah. Wow. That's that's fucking yeah. damn. It looks honestly doesn't look like the same person. She's a TR girl. I mean, not for nothing, bro. I think her eyes are different colors. <laughs> <laughs> she looks totally different, right? She that does, looks like yeah. two different human beings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I talked to her briefly. I think she did it just She's got kids. She wants to live a healthier life. Wants to Hell live yeah. longer, and you know. I mean, I, I've just even yeah, November to October, not even a full year, bro. Look at the difference, dude. That's night that's and insane. day, bro. Hell yeah. No lap bands, no nothing. Yeah, so, yeah. I gave her, I gave her a shout out. Gave her mad props. I mean, that's that's hard work, right? Yeah, there, for know? sure. And you probably, like I said, and you're learning. Like that's what, like you know, like my parents. Oh, I'm going on a diet. Like you can't, you yeah. can't. It's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. Right, you right, can't, right. You know. That's facts. Yep. Like even now, like sometimes like I'm not I'm trying I'm not training really because I I gotta take time to for the stem cells and whatnot so I gotta take some time off which I'm not good at doing. You and, feel uh, shittier. I just feel shittier. I'm, but I'm trying to eat right at least do right. something. I've been hitting the sauna, yeah. but I you know I gotta do something, man. I yeah. can't, I'm going fucking nuts. What is it on on a, on a on a I don't want to say in a fight camp. Fight camp is typically what six eight weeks. Eight weeks. I don't want to say fight camp, but on on. Not doing what you're doing now, which is recovery, essentially, on a normal day when you stay in shape. Obviously, you're one of the most active guys, even when you don't have an upcoming fight. What is a normal day for you? What What do you do in for training? Yeah, honestly. Time I mean, do you it, get up? Yeah, where, where do you I, go? I, I, I kind of just do my fight camp okay. training, you know, I just but a little less intense. Okay. You know, so if I'm, I usually do jiu-jitsu on Monday, Fridays, I'll be at Monday or Friday morning, I'll be at jiu-jitsu. Okay. Maybe I won't go as hard, and maybe on Monday at strength and conditioning or Friday, I'll take off, or I won't go as hard, you know, during, during uh, like, in-between fights training. Okay. I like to fight, I like to train, dude, I like to train, like, I train twice a day sometimes when I right. have a fight just because I like to, you know? And when you're training for a fight. I don't miss. That's for, like, no, very, but for specific strict, guys. Right. You'll bring guys in. Most fighters bring guys in Sometimes, that m- yeah. mimic the style of the guy you're Sometimes, fighting. Yeah. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. but you know when you when you have enough guys on your team that can yeah. always you know play yeah. his guy's right, style right. or right. fight a certain way. Jersey's got a good resume with guys now for sure. But yeah, mean, especially we have guys coming in now, especially Cody, yeah, Lance, right, um, right. You know, we, we got the the Russians are always coming in tomorrow right. as a beat. All those guys. Right, right, yeah. It's interesting, though, for people that don't, even for me, it's interesting to know what an average day in the life of Frank Egger is, you know what I mean? I like I, If I don't work, which, kind of, which, I mean, like I said, I haven't worked out because of this shit, and uh, if I don't work out in the morning, especially, like, I feel off. Yep. I do, I feel fucking soft, man. Makes sense. My dad did, like, 40 minutes of sauna this afternoon, that that made me feel a little better. So it's hard for you to relax. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure, man. Sure. Always been like that though. Has it just been your your little on the hyper side, little? On yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's why I hate this phone because like when I'm bored and don't have nothing to do, I, I put my face in the phone right. and I'm like I'll go by like fucking hour. I'm an hour on the fucking right, phone. That right, that, right. that disappoints me. Yep. No, I, I listen and I'm. Did you haunt, watch Social Dilemma? Uh, I, I, no. Yes, I did watch yeah, Social Dilemma. Yeah. I didn't watch the murder one because I couldn't. No, no, I'm yeah, so yeah, familiar yeah, yeah, with that no. story because I watched the shit out of it on YouTube. Yeah. But because I have kids. I could not see the interaction yeah, with I don't, him. I don't, I don't, Chris, yeah. Chris Watts, we're talking about. That. It's a brand new documentary out, and that story is, it'll suck you in. It's the most horrific story ever, but I could not watch the interaction. He definitely did it and all that stuff? <laughs> no fucking question, bro, oh, but yeah. he's he's stone-faced. Even when the cops are talking to him, when the neighbor who, so they, didn't, they didn't actually see him take a body out, but on his and, neighbor's and, but, security, crazy, and he's stone-faced, bro. What's crazy? Stone-faced. It's the crazy, no, no history of violence, no... And he's just no tears, no. He's just stone faced, bro. We murdered his whole fucking family. He murdered the wife too. Murdered the wife and the kids. Buried the wife in the desert, and he worked in in the, like these oil fields, I guess, in the desert. Climbed up on you know. He worked. That's where he worked. Sixty foot tanks of oil and draw. I don't even. I can't even say it, bro. It's so fucking sickening. And dropped his kids. His two daughters. 
beautiful little girls. And as soon I started to watch it, I was like, oh, this is so interesting because I know all about it. As soon as I saw him interacting with his girls, I teared up and turned it off. I could not fucking watch it. I could not watch it. Wow. And that yeah. all the footage was from their footage, right? In that documentary. And that's M- what I saw, most of the footage, and it's told, she was very into social media, and she was very open and talked about her relationship, not in a negative way. Right. About meeting Chris and this and that. I mean, her close insider friends knew that they were having troubles, but um, she was very open. So it sort of like pulled from her inst- or whatever social media page she had. And what year was this? Oh, this was only like, I- I'm going to say a year or two ago. maybe two, Maybe two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Wow! Yeah, yeah. Wow! Yeah. They owned a beautiful home. Like, what is this guy alive right now? Oh, he's going to die soon in prison. They're going to kill. So? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's in solitary. I'm sure he's yeah. locked down for like 23 hours a day. But you're, a, you're and a, what is he? Not nothing to say. There's no like in the in the documentary. I only saw him cry one time when his dad came in the interview room and he was caught. And he knew he was caught. He had a little breakdown, but up to that point, bro, he was stone faced. Saying, I don't know what happened. I don't know where they are. I've tried calling. He was even fake texting as well, you know, like really texting the yeah. phone, like, where are you? Where, you know, what's wrong? And I, I, I don't know how you could be that stone faced. Now, well, how do they know it was him? Uh, they have him on camera. They tracked him on his work cell phone. They have him on camera carrying something out on the neighbor's camera to the truck, which they think was the, the daughter's bodies. I know this not from watching the documentary because mm-hmm. I couldn't. I know this from watching. Yeah you know, um, news stories about it and things as such. But, um, yeah, just just such a normal, if that's a word, normal guy with a normal job, normal family, normal wife, no pro- Usually you have some prior history of, you know, I don't know, you grew up fucking killing animals and fucking dice or, or you have a history of violence. This guy had nothing. What right? about Chris Benoit? Uh, but Chris Benoit killed himself, and they think... It almost makes CTE, a little sense. Right. They think he had CTE, and that's why. Oh no, he hung himself, right? Chris but Benoit killed his wife and kids, though. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But they think he had a sort of, you know, from from his career, right. had traumatic brain injury. Mm-hmm. This guy didn't have traumatic Nothing, brain injury, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I don't even know that that is true or proven with Chris Benoit. But you're right. right; the story is similar. He hung himself. Oh, he actually hung himself. Oh no, the story with Chris Benoit is he killed his family, and then he went to, I think it was a meeting with a doctor where he took a picture with a fan. There's a picture of Chris Benoit with a fan after he murdered his family, smiling, and then he went home and hung himself from his weight bench, wow. like the cable on his weight bench. Wow. I, I I think I have that accurate. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's crazy. How about you ever you ever see uh, a little bit of not kind of like uh, in Tom's River? I was in college, and you know Natalie Gingerelli. No. Her dad, her grandfather, just lost his shit. He was an ex-hop. Oh, I know this story. Killed her, killed like the neighbor. The neighbor. Yeah. I was friends with the neighbor, Chris. Yeah. Chris, um, shit, yeah. I, I was friendly they with him. He killed his granddaughter. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. They say, Jeez. so they say the story with that guy. I remember this story. He was a cop, and I believe he was on duty as a cop. He backed up, he backed his cop car up or something like that and backed over a little kid, I think. That you was know? the, this is the. That's the old man, and they uh, say he was fucking fucked up in the head ever since that happened and it was like 20 30 years prior it was accidental and then he just lost his fucking shit shot the kid that i know chris which yeah. was a neighbor shot his daughter in the front yard chris came over to see what was wrong he chased chris into his backyard capped him and then i think wait, wait, he, wait, he killed chris's daughter no oh, chris okay yeah he, he killed he chris. chris chris was his next door neighbor wow chris saw him you know kill his, kill his granddaughter and went over and then he chased chris and killed chris and chris was a brick shit house too Wow! Yeah. Wow! Sad. Yeah, yeah. Did he? Have Chris kids used to call me Tantastic. I remember that. Yeah. What's up, Tantastic? Because <laughs> I was fucking tan. I used to go tanning back in the day. Where? You, just you know this guy from the gym? No, nah, I knew him through. Do you know Brian Howe? Chris Howe, Brian Howe. Mm-hmm. He was friends with them. He dated the uh, the Howe sister. Yeah. So wow. I knew I knew the Howe family, and he was over there. Where was that? Where in Times Square was that? I uh, believe it was over here, right? Yeah, it was on the. Ocean or the bay side of Fisher Boulevard. Oh, over yeah, there. yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. Yeah, crazy. I knew that story. Yeah. it's. Uh, that was sad. He just lost his mind. Yeah. Had an argument with his daughter or something and just fucking went off the deep end. Like, but they, they, like, but they on, say man. it was, re- they think that his brain was fucked up from that accident. Wait, how did he get killed by cops? Cops kill him? I, fr- I know. I think they got him and I think he probably died in jail, I think. Wow. I don't know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Crazy. 
hear stories all the time that fucking blow my mind, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I uh, deal with some stuff as well, you know? You are? No, well, through through friends, friends and you know, family, yeah. Yeah. Having to call cops on people and stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. Really? Yeah, I'll oh. talk about it later, I guess. Sorry to hear that, man. Yeah. 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 I got a little drama. For, for, their, for, their, for their own safety them, of themselves, though. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, I hope all that works out. I hope everybody's well and uh, cooler heads prevail. And I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. I didn't know that was going on, man. Yeah, no. It's a it's fucking it's just attitude. I remember. Thing. I don't know if you remember this, but I remember you had a fight. And this is eons ago. Couldn't tell you who you fought. But in your post-fight... You said something to the effect, I could be wrong, but I got a friend that's really going through some shit right now, and I just want to I want to dedicate this one to him, I mm-hmm. think you said. Mm-hmm. Talk about that at all, or is that... It was a friend, yeah. Um, that was the Hermes Franca. Fight. Hermes Franca, yeah. yeah. 2008. Um, yeah, a friend was dealing with, you know, the, the normal shit the kids deal with around here. Okay. And I was trying to... He was one of the first close friends, I guess, that was having that issue. Okay. So I want to give him a little little, little shout, shout of support, you know. And he he's you know he's doing actually right. since made and made good. all right. Yeah, good, he's good, doing good, all right. good. We doing should right. we should talk about that, um, Hermes Franca man. I mean that guy. I I remember Hermes. The guy had a lot of hype behind him. He was doing really well. You fought him, obviously beat him, and then then he had some some crazy charges come up, right? Yeah. Uh, Where's he from? Brazil. Brazil. Talk about that. You know the story uh, better I mean, than I, I do. I, I, don't, I mean, I just don't. He was messing with underage girls, yeah. from what I hear. Here or there? Here, here. here. Right. There, it, I think that's why. Right. There, I hear it does. You know, a fifteen-year-old girl it doesn't matter if they're fifteen. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I hear at least. Mm-hmm. And and um, here, it does matter if you're fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what happened. He actually did some time, right? I I, I believe so. And yeah, if yeah. he probably did some time, then probably got um. Deported, deported yeah. imagine no more fighting after that you ever hear his name after you know that? i did i was in where was i I was in russia i was in chechnya with habib actually i watched him fights and he fought on that card oh shit that had to be 2014 i think wow yeah. wow huh. lost he lost the fight no shit yeah wow. yeah I, I don't know it didn't he didn't look too prepared is that right yeah well little, little tubby little yeah you know he just looked like he's in it for the paycheck uh, yeah 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 what are fights like over there compared to here, Russia? Um, well, I went to a UFC in St. Petersburg. I yeah. felt pretty normal. Yeah. Um, this fight was in Chechnya. I think there was only men in the crowd. Okay. Uh, it was. It was like you know. I mean, because I, women aren't allowed, or I believe so. I don't. Okay. I don't know. I don't really know. You know, right. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I believe because women aren't allowed. Right. Or they maybe they just not the part of their customer or something. Gotcha. Um. But yeah, no. It's it was uh, it was. Pretty lopsided fights. Hmm. Looked like Russian guys versus people now from Russia. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they were getting, fucked, getting up. fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's crazy, man. You never know what people are going through at any given time, you know. And uh, I've lost a, a number of friends myself to drugs and suicide. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you, uh, most people you don't know are going through shit, you know what I mean? When, nah. they, when they're going through it. They, you don't. It's, pri- it's a pride thing with men, at least, most of the time. And man, and male suicide is far exceeds women um, committing suicide. But well, they uh, say too because women will go and seek the help; men mm-hmm. won't. Correct. Right? That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Pride thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've got a phone that I've I've had the same phone number for 20 years, and I think I've got at least 12 deceased friends in there, and a number of those are people who committed suicide. Yeah. So no, and that's yeah. sad. Yeah. I don't. Um. One of Renee's friends, we were. Jeez, this is having a while ago, twelve years ago. She was married to some dude. I guess things were were good, you know, and or or, or maybe a little shake, not so good, a little shaky, mm-hmm. but nothing crazy, you know. She leaves him. He has the one year old kid in the crib. Yeah. He went to the into the garage, fucking hung himself. Oh, I know. Yeah, is that Jesse's friend? I don't know. Is it, no. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, is it Manchester kid? Uh, uh. I don't know. Jesse talks about a kid that has a very similar story to that yeah. often, but yeah, I, I could tell you a bunch of those stories. The one that sticks out in my head, I won't say any names. You may be familiar with the uh, the story, but I wasn't even here at the time. But I, apparently, there was uh, was um, a husband wife who were very into athletics. And their I think their son was an athlete. Football it rings a bell. They were always at all the games and. Very, very into it, and um, they ended up, I guess, having a fight one night, and the dad shot the mom and then killed himself. So then you had the daughter and the son, 
I got to be friends with the daughter because she dated my good friend for a year or two at least, got to be good friends with her, and my friend called me one day and showed up at her house, and she had hung herself in the closet. So the father shot the mother, then killed himself, and left the son and the daughter, and then years later, I'm talking, I don't know, 15 years later maybe, something on ballparking it, she hung herself. Wow. Yeah. And he found her. Yeah. The brother found her? No. Oh. My friend found her. Wow. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Sad, man. That's sad. Yeah. You know, very sad. I wonder, did, damn. Yeah. You wonder, is it is it something genetic, though? I don't know. I, I know? think that could absolutely play a part in it. You know, I, I do. You know? I think depression can get to anybody. I don't think there's a person that it can't affect and I'm not saying everybody becomes suicidal, but I can people can can be tremendously affect. But obviously, some people just can't process stress like other people can. I'm bad. I admit it. I'm stress the, the, gets it, stress eats at me, man. Yeah, for sure. But it sometimes does. maybe the fact that it sometimes stress doesn't eat at people, and all of a sudden, boom, that's it. Well, Chris maybe. Watts, man, the story yeah, that we're yeah, talking about. Yeah. I mean, is that what happened to him? Right. I know that they were having marital issues, and. A divorce was imminent, I guess, um, if if I remember the story correctly. But like, yo, why would I, kinda, I, I don't I don't see the thought process? Like, no, what can be that bad? Right, you right. know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't. What right. can be that bad? To, it, okay, to kill yourself, maybe. Right. But I'm saying to kill your fucking wife and right. kids, I mean, wife. Eh, no, but you're like, I don't. Right. What? Nothing could be that bad. As a guy who's struggled with depression at at certain, really only one time in my life, I I can get how somebody could kill themselves. I can get it. I can't. I can't. I can't but get. I can't. But yeah, you just but, want it to end, bro. You just want it fucking I, no, to I, end. I, I, you know I, guess, I guess I. But I, I can't get someone how, kids, how you yeah. fucking I, kill your kids, yeah, and, or I'm even your wife. How do you hate somebody that bad? I can't. I can't. Or your ex-wife, rather. I don't no, get come that. On. I don't get that. You can think no, of no, a no, bit. no, 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 not not at all, <laughs> not at all. I don't. I, I mean, I can take a choke. I'm not joking. No, but I could get how you can't deal with it and you want out and the only way you can fathom. So hard to explain. And I, even me looking back on it, I'm like, how do you think like that? And it's the only time in my life I've ever. It's not like I have a history of this or anything. To but me, like I try to. Like, I, try I just to, like, th- there's no way this is going to fucking end unless I end it. You just think yeah, like but that. You, you know that's I mean? the, you're the ultimate quitter, right? Never totally. be a quitter, right? You're no always told never be a quitter. Question. That's the ultimate quitter. No question. You know? No question. So. No question. And if you're biblical at all, which I... I don't know that I'd say biblical. If you're religious at all, which I am, I'm not, you go to hell. I mean, you know? biblical about you is your age, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so You go to hell, yeah. I would think you would. I would think you would if, if that was the case. Yeah. Because it is. You're the ultimate quitter, right? Yeah, you know? for sure. And And you've done nothing but a disservice to your children for the rest of their lives. They're going to have, as that story that I just told you, it's going to have profound and significant effects on your children and haunt them for the rest of their life. You know what I mean? Right. Did she have kids? No. 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 It's such a crazy story. Just days before that happened, she went and got a huge back piece tattoo. I saw her at the tattoo place. And really? Was like, yeah, just days before. It's like really. Yeah. One that she one like when did she figure this out? When did she say she was going to do that? I think it just. Was she like fucking? I want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. No, nope. I don't think. I I don't think the thought process is like that at all. You don't think people think about it for a while before but, they do but it? But Rory, Rory sat in here just a few yeah. weeks, maybe a month or two before. Yeah. He took his own life. But again, I don't but, think but, he was no, sitting but, in here thinking. I think. I, know, I think. Sure. I truly believe social distancing and COVID and all that played a factor in that. I, I totally do. He he was a guy that needed to be around people. He to needed people. to be social. Yeah. He needed to tell his story. He needed. He and he couldn't. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I. You know, he had just texted me a few days before, and I responded. And I was talking to him. How's things, bud? You need anything? Anything yeah, I can help yeah. you with? Such a good guy. And yeah. did you, uh, he, I mean, he came in here and he talked about depression and how yeah. he overcame it and how it was sort of in his rearview mirror and how, and what, a month or two later, he, he takes his own life. It's mind-blowing. Yeah, no, I know. Mind-blowing. Yeah. But I would think like, yo, you're, if, you're, if you're, okay. Even him, I, mean, I don't know, maybe he thought about it before that or not, but like, like the guy I know that hung himself, like he had to think like, when am I going to do this? Yeah. How am I going to do this? Yeah. I got my kid. Oh, my my wife left. And that was the time. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. that had to go through his head. Yeah. I guess this is the time. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? How many times before that where he's like, this is the time, this is the time. Uh, I can't do it. Yeah. Right? I, I did. When I when I was at my worst, this is the honest God truth, 
I had I had all those antidepressants, right? And the easiest thing for me to do, and and I put them in my mouth one time, to be honest with you, was they were right next to my bed. That's the easiest thing to do. You saw them, and then you kind of probably just fall asleep, and you just you think pass you, away. How many were but in there? I, how many? How many? Oh, bro, I had some high power shit, and I had yeah. bottles of them. You know what I mean? Bottles. I forget what the main one I was on, but I had Xanax and Ambien and the bottle of the powerful stuff that didn't kick in for I think it was like a month or two. So you took the other ones to get you by until this long term one kicked in. And I was only on them for like four months, and I realized they weren't doing anything for me, and I quit them cold turkey, and I literally, this is a funny story, you're not supposed to, uh, well, b- back to my original thing, I thought, I my mind processed, like, how do I want to do this, where do I want to do it? I was going to drive to Maine and go to where I grew up on that lake, you know, in Maine, and and do it there. That's that's I was like, I want to be by myself in the middle of the woods, near where I grew up, and do it there. And, I certainly don't think that way anymore, and it's important to say that's the only time in my life I ever, ever thought like that. But um, where was I going to go? I was, I was going to transition to something else you just said. What, did you, what, what was the point you just made? Like what made you think you could do it, not do it? You know, you're saying here's the time to do it. No, that's 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 the original point. Anyway, whatever. It's 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 <laughs> I I I don't know how to put it in words that people could understand unless you've dealt with severe depression before your mind doesn't think like that when you're when you're normal you know what i mean it just doesn't you know it does, you, you you don't think it's they're totally irrational thoughts that you would never think when you're not in the bowels and the depths of depression you know what i mean so I've never had them sustained long enough i might yeah. have fucking something flashed through my head but never were like i'm like i'm gonna fucking follow through and make a plan you my know? best friend right a lot of people say he committed suicide. I don't think he did. My best friend, Bobby, who you, uh, I know you've met Bobby, mm-hmm. 2007, right? So um, he, he, him and his brother, Johnny, who I was good friends with, they were, they were very close. Johnny, they lived together. They lived right behind me. We bought our houses two weeks apart right behind each other and put a gate in so we could walk. I mean, I'd walk to his house. He walked behind my house every day. We were back and forth. We put a gate in between our two houses. I mean, we were just, we were just the best of friends. His brother moved to North Carolina and had a, maybe a year after he lived down there, had a horrible car accident in which he was killed, his girlfriend was killed, and his best friend was killed. It was horrific. It was a horrific accident, really bad. They hydroplaned, got broadsided by a car, and they all went out one window. It was horrible. It was horrific. Bobby was never the same after that. Bobby was a gym rat, loved working out, loved the gym, loved that healthy lifestyle, wouldn't touch a drug, wouldn't even drink. Well, after Johnny died... I, I should say prior to Johnny dying, he started doing a little drinking, started going out, um, had, had some issues with his fiance, and things were already on a little bit of a rocky road, but then Johnny died. It was like, it was like the fucking bottom fell out, right? Yeah. The fucking bottom just fell out of his life. And him and I were having a little bit of issues at the time over a girl. Um, I felt like he did me a little wrong, and I felt like the girl even did me more wrong, and so I just kind of stopped speaking to him. And he was being, when him and his fiance split he was just acting totally different he's being really reckless he got into a huge fight with my friends at a bar your friends was and, mm-hmm. and nick that huge fight happened he felt like he got snuck and it was like a war and my friends and, and he wanted me to be on his side and i was just like man i'm not in this i'm not involved in this you guys are acting reckless you're being crazy anyway things just kept going downhill 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 and then he was dating another girl and he was like stalking her a little bit and Downhill, downhill, downhill. He just couldn't deal with Johnny's death. So we we'd had a little distance. We weren't really well. This is this is a story. This is about depression, people. Though I don't want to be morbid, but you know I think this is important. I was in the shower one day by myself. I was home alone, and I hear somebody outside of my door, my shower door, crying. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like fucking like you know, in your bathroom? In no, in my house, but outside. You know, so I outside heard outside the bathroom door. Outside the bathroom door in the yeah. hallway of my yeah, house, yeah, yeah. and I heard someone crying, like it sounded like a baby crying. So I'm like, "What the fuck?" You know what I mean? So I get out, I put a towel on me, open the door, and Bobby's curled up in like a fetal. This big fucking jack, 250 pound monster that will kill anybody, right? Is like in the fetal position, crying. This is after um, Johnny had passed, and after the girl issue that we had. And um, I said, "What are you doing, man?" We weren't really speaking. I was like, "What are you doing, bro? Like, what's you all right? Like, what what's?" And he just got up and hugged me and just fucking hugged me. It was weird, right? Two yeah, two yeah. big gym dudes fucking, it was weird. But, you know, we kind of agreed to put things behind us and move on. Very shortly after that, very, very shortly after that, 
This is a story as I know it, and it could not be 100% accurate, but I feel like from talking to everybody I've talked to, I feel like this is how it happened. Bobby never did drugs. Drugs were the Antichrist. But for such a big, tough guy that could kick the shit out of anybody, he didn't like needles. He didn't like getting tattooed. So the night that he passed, he got a tattoo at his house, right behind my house, of Whoops on his back, which is his brother's nickname, Johnny Whoops, they called him. Mm -hmm. So he got Whoops tattooed across his back. And again, this is a story as I know it. It may not be 100% accurate, but I, I feel like from all the players that were there and everybody I talked to, which was his girlfriend, his cousin, his other cousin, I have it pretty pretty accurate. He took an Oxycontin to lessen the pain when he got tattooed, and then him and his girlfriend went to bed, and the story she says is he took another one or a half or whatever. Well, she left at some point in the night, and Bobby never woke up. It stops your breathing. It slows your heart down. Bro, for one, one two, of them, two, two of them? Two. I don't know, bro. That's the story. I don't know either, but that's the story I'm told. Now, this is a guy that never did that shit either. Well, maybe. But his cousin, his cousin went to wake him up in the morning, and he had foam coming out of his mouth, and he was completely blue. They couldn't resuscitate him. He was gone. You know what I mean? So, but then didn't they do an autopsy? They can't autopsy tell you how much? Like, I wouldn't have been privy to that, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm sure they did. But again, I told the story as I know the story. Right. It could be, mm -hmm. could be wrong, but I can tell you this: Bobby was no druggie. He was not, you know. I mean, he was when he passed. That was 2007. We were roughly the same age. So, what is that? 14 years ago, he would have been just over 30 probably, and he was the epitome of of health. He was just jacked brick shit house gym rat like you know what i mean and uh so what do you think it wasn't i think i think a guy that was never reckless just didn't care anymore he just became completely reckless with how he lived his life mm -hmm. in every facet of it and took a bad combo of shit and expired i don't think he committed suicide yeah i think it was on purpose no they ruled it a suicide i don't know uh, I don't know. I don't think so. But there are yeah. people that say he committed suicide. Yeah. I don't think he did. That's why would he get the tattoo, all that, right? Correct, you know? right, right, yeah. right, right. So he's missed. I just went and visited his grave about a year ago. Oh, I know the story I was going to tell. Here, here you go. Here's the story. We were talking about, I couldn't remember the story. We were talking about antidepressants and mm -hmm. depression and depression medicine. Um, This is going back. This was, I think this was June of the first year Danielle and I started dating, which so this would have been June of what is it, twenty one? This would have been June of two thousand eighteen. Um, I we befriended a girl who had horrible cancer. I don't know if you remember that story and didn't have long to live. She was right. only eighteen mm -hmm. years old. Her name was Caitlin, mm -hmm. beautiful girl, such such an inspiring person. But she lived in North Carolina and she was a big Jersey Shore fan. And I had met her once, and she was supposed to come back a few weeks later. We we're going to do like a dinner, and she was just such a. Such a, uh, I don't know, she had so much energy and so much positive energy. You could not not love her, you know what I mean? And she was only 18, and she was diagnosed with this horrible terminal cancer. She wasn't going to live, and her mom said she couldn't come back. So Danielle and I just decided we're going to drive down there on a weekend. We're going to go surprise her, right? Mm -hmm. And I wasn't dating Danielle long at all. She must have been like, what are we doing driving to North Carolina? I've only been dating this guy a couple months to see some girl we don't even really know. And, you know, but I that was the month or the week that I came off antidepressants. And this is... This is embarrassing, but it's a good story. Bro, I cried the whole fucking ride down there. I literally, <laughs> a sad song would come on and I'd just start fucking crying. It's because you're not supposed to cold turkey that shit. You're no, not supposed to no. come off. You're supposed to wean yourself uh, off, especially uh, uh. the heavy meds. And I was like four or five months into it and I just fucking cold turkeyed it. And Daniel's like, what the fuck are you crying? You keep crying on this ride down there. And then I went to see Bobby's grave because he's buried in North Carolina. Oh, and wow. I'm fucking bawling at that. She's like, you, you know you cried that entire trip? I'm like, I oh, know, I know, I know. Wow. But I did. I literally bawled what, the whole what, trip. Like what set it off? What would set, set off the crowd? Talking stories. We would, I would. You talk and, and you start crying? We had a 14 hour ride down there. Yeah. Right? It was 14 hours. And then we went out of the way to go see Bobby's grave because mm, so he was. that brought up some shit. Right. So I talked. Talk about Bobby like I'm doing with you. Yeah. Same interaction yeah. right now. And I just couldn't hold it together. I just start crying. And I know she <laughs> she was cool and yeah, she didn't yeah. make a big deal, but I know she had to be like, Holy fucking shit, yeah, this dude's fucking, fucking lunatic. Lucy. You know what I mean? So yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
No, but uh, a song would, would set you yeah, off. Anything, anything, everything was sad. <laughs> everything, because I and I, I remember thinking normally I don't deal with like emotions like this. And when I told my doctor that I came off, he's like, "You didn't, you didn't come off cold turkey, right?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Bro, you're not supposed to do that. You got to come off that shit like slow. It'll mess with your emotions." I was like, "Yeah, tell me about yeah, it." Yeah, yeah, it's fucking you know, sobbing. So, yeah, we'll, I was we'll tampon me. commercial would come on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy, bro. But. Yeah, I, learn. she still talks about it. She's like, you fucking cried that whole ride down and the whole ride back. I guess that breaks <laughs> the ice, you know, early. Yeah, yeah. But I, then on the way back, I kept thinking about her and her situation. I probably would never see her again, which I didn't. Yeah. You know, right. she passed just a few months after that. And it just it was it's just sad. 18-year-old girl that had everything to live for and every reason to, to live and just her whole circumstance and where she was and what she wanted to be and I remember she wanted to be more than anything. She wanted to be a, a makeup artist, and we bought her a ton of Mac. Mac makeup's expensive. We bought yeah. a ton and brought it down to her, and they were just so appreciative. And it's just sad. It was just sad, man. Yeah, I mean, sad. it would have been sad anyway. But right. I, that's the weekend I decided to come off uh, depression medicine. So it was yeah, like you double know, whammy. Yeah, and I went to visit my best friend's grave, and I fucking cried that whole weekend, bro. Crazy. I'm here with a new girl I'm dating in a hotel in North Carolina. Probably should be doing. Horrible sexual shit, and I'm curled up in the fetal position. <laughs> <laughs> Just hold me. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So, anyway, brother. Um, just Frank and I this week. Uh, we uh, we didn't have a guest for today, mostly because we really wanted to discuss Frankie's um, experience in Columbia, and you know, by uh, what is it? By Bio accelerator. Bio accelerator. Yeah, and know, um, yeah, we're going to be keeping it updated on that. Like I said, I know I keep saying it over and over, but as weeks progress, we'll do a little progress report. Uh, anybody that's interested in doing this, you'll have some the most firsthand information you could possibly get right here on Champ and the Tramp. So, sure. Give you yeah. a play by play. Absolutely, brother. Bye, well, man. Good times, brother. Another good one. Champ of the Tramp. Share, Peace. like, subscribe, guys. Give us a follow. Thank you.